JS. 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 yourself and face God without God telling you in some way that you have to keep going, right? You might not, you might not hear it at times or you might ignore it, but it, it's like, can I live with myself if I do anything else? Is the, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if that's what was put in you and you don't live up to it, to it you're always going to feel like you, you slighted yourself. Those were the words of the late Chadwick Bozeman. He died after a four-year battle with colon cancer. May he rest in power. Welcome to the JS and King podcast. I am your host, JS. I'm your boy, King. Well, brother, it's been a heavy week. It's been a tough week. It has been a really heavy week, man. Um, It really, Friday night when I had, uh, I actually got a text from my cousin and, uh, he had told he just it just said fuck twenty twenty and I was thinking I was like well what the fuck didn't happen now, uh, but then once he told me that Chadwick had died I was just like oh not Black Panther yeah yeah that was uh, that was a um, a big blow to our community uh, he meant yeah. a lot to a lot of people uh, not just our community um, because he reached above that you know he 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 made an impact across the whole world uh, with that. Black Panther role and and many other roles, uh, the James Brown, Thorogood Marshall, uh, Jackie Robinson. Yeah, um, um, he played a, a lot of great characters. I just uh, I just looked at it as how strong he had to be to have had colon cancer while mm-hmm. shooting all of these action movies. Yeah, and uh, and and to know that you know people respected him so much that no one gave that secret away uh, as the public. We had no idea he was battling this uh, throughout these past four years. And to have done these movies and to know that other people who were on the inside knew that he he was dealing with and no one told a soul. That speaks yeah. volume to the type of person he is that everyone respected him to the level of they wouldn't even tell that secret. Yeah, I, it's, it, it was crazy because nobody nobody can really say anything bad about Brother Chadwick. Um, you know, I was looking at, um, Twitter had with the Twitter announcement of his death, it has been the highest, the most likes out of any other Twitter post ever. It was 6.9 million likes. And, um, I mean, just symbolically for us as the black community, I look at, this is a major loss, especially a year yeah. like this where we lost Kobe. We're losing so we lost much. Kobe. Um, we losing so many family members to COVID. Uh, all everything that's with all the brothers and sisters that's being killed by the hands of police. This has just been a major, major downer of a year. Yeah, um, it, it was. Uh, I was looking at the Five Bloods, uh, the Spike Lee movie. Yeah, and uh, I I noticed that he looked a little frail, like he had lost some weight. But yeah. in my mind, I thought, okay, he's just doing this for an upcoming role. Yeah, that's what I and, was thinking. And uh, you know, he's fine. So to find out that he had been battling that the whole time, and once again, nobody telling us, nobody giving out a secret, it's incredible. Um, he's going to be missed. Uh, it's definitely a void in the Marvel universe. Uh, a yeah. lot of lot of children 
are affected by this because, uh, especially black children, uh, yeah. because of the role that Black Panther brought and uh, what it signified to our community and uh, what it signified to the, the comic book and the, you know, comic community as well. So, and that's a huge community. Yeah, I'm, he was just a big symbol for us. Uh, just for us. You remember getting that first picture uh, of the upcoming movie and just to see that picture, I looked at it on Facebook for a while, like, damn, this is yeah. amazing. All, you know, just the costumes and everything. I was like, this right. is amazing. I couldn't wait for this. And then for all of that to be taken away from us, um, brother, rest in peace. Uh, and it was sorry to hear about right. uh, brother Cliff Robinson. Cliff Robinson. That played also. for the Pistons. Yes, uh, Cliff Robinson, uh, 53. He died of cancer. Uh, uh, big Detroit a hero for us, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, yeah. He played for us from one oh um, one to oh three. Yeah. Uh, got us to the Eastern Conference Finals uh, both years, even though he didn't get the championship with us. Uh, he was a, a second round draft pick, uh, and from UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, you I, know, I remember him more from Portland, though. Oh with, yeah, with the that, Portland with, years. The, with the black headband. Yeah, the Portland years was uh, some of his best years. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he was a second round pick, uh, a thirty six pick in the second round, so. Um, rest in peace and rest in power to Cliff Robinson as well. Today we have a guest. She is an activist, a writer, a staple in the Detroit and hip hop community, Miss Biba Adams. Wow, I'm not I'm not used to getting applause when I when I walk in the room. It's <laughs> on, on, on Sunday. Well, on you're Sunday. special. You're special. Yeah, you're special. No doubt. What's going on, Biba? Uh, you know what, man? It's, it's good to talk to y'all. I hope y'all are doing well, keeping safe, keeping those masks on. Yes. Yeah, we are trying to hide out until this shit is over. You mean, and I mm-hmm. mean, in twenty twenty. You know, it has been a it has been a hell of a week. Uh, uh, yeah, it's been a tough week, and you know, we wanted to, you know, with you being an activist, we really wanted to get your point of view on a few of the things that has been happening this past week. Um, you know, with the uh, Jacob Blake shooting. Uh, there in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, you know, Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times by the police officers uh, while he had a knife in the car while his three children were in the back. And now he's paralyzed. So, you know, as an activist and, of course, as a, a, a sister in our community, uh, how do you feel about what's going on from a female's point of view? Yeah. Um, and, and I prefer woman. Um, I, um, as it relates to the Blake shooting, I do want to address a couple couple of things, because when we think about somebody being paralyzed, you know, we, we're like, okay, well, their legs don't work, but, you know, they could still have a high quality of life. Um, Mr. Blake also lost uh, a, a big part of his digestive system. So his bowels don't work. Um, it's not even sure if he will gain the use of his sexual organs again. Yeah. Um, so he is not just paralyzed where his legs don't work. He will have a colostomy bag. He may never again be able to, um, you know, enjoy sexual pleasure, um, you know, the way that 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 most men will. Um, So it's it's more than just, you know, he's paralyzed and and from the waist down. He 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 has been um, his life is severely altered um, forever. And it's still unsure. He's still touch and go. Yeah. 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 I mean, at least they. And, I, and it trips me out. I'm like, how, how, 
what kind of semi are they carrying semi automatics that they can fire seven rounds that fast? Yes, yeah, at one time. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the the thing that, that really gets me the most is that they shot him in the back and what what's wrong with shooting him in the leg? What's wrong with shooting him in the knee? What's wrong with shooting him in the ankle, in the foot? You had to go for the kill shot seven times. Yeah. I, I mean, if as he was walking away, why not just tackle him? Yeah. You know, yeah. um Well they made claims that they, the taser say that they they said that they deployed the, a taser and the taser was unsuccessful. Um you know, I, I so it's just when did, when did they do that? When did they say? Uh, that was on the other side. They, of the I, did, I, yeah. did, I did read that that they said that they um they had an unsuccessful deployment of a test of a taser, um and I would have to you know of course go back and check my notes. Um, but I write about news every day for the Grio. I am um the daytime news writer for the Grio, so a lot of the stuff that you see Monday through Friday for that particular website. Yeah. During the morning, I I probably wrote it. And, you know, I have to even just speak on that. I was telling someone earlier, that's a very challenging job because it yes. sometimes seems like it's all bad news. Yeah. You know, it's like police shooting, police shooting, police beating, <laughs> coronavirus, yeah. black people disadvantaged. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then at the end of the day, it might be, oh, some, you know, girls made a cheerleading team. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's, <laughs> it's not, of, you know, I. I start work at 7 a.m. and I'm usually done by like 12, 31 o'clock. But by the time I get off work at 1 o'clock, it, it feels like I've worked a, you know, a 10-hour day. I'm mentally and emotionally exhausted. Well, 2020 is basically, that's what 2020 is. It's just a big exhaustion campaign because it's it's constant news uh, from the White House to the, just all the uh, racial tension is in the air. It's, it's, it's a lot to cover. So I know you your know, hands are full. Yeah, and, and um, I, I I think that's true as well. You know, I would love to spend some time. You know, I'm a very spiritual person, and, you know, I, I'm into, you know, some mystic spirituality as well. And I would love to just sit down and look at the numbers, you know, the numerology, and, mm -hmm. you know, like, see, like, you know, how is it that, that we didn't see this coming, you know, but... um. But yeah, no, it's been a it's been a very tiring year, and I saw um, Jesus Knight, mm -hmm. um, you know, sent out a tweet, and he was like, "2020 is trying to take us down, but we have to stay vigilant." You know, it's yeah. very easy for us, you know, particularly as African Americans, it's very easily to be so exhausted that we give up, and I think that's what they want. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't, and I hate to use they um, ambiguously. I mean specifically the Republican Party. I mean specifically, yeah. you know, Trump supporters. You know, they hope that that we can get wore down by all this bad news and that we just say, fuck it, you know, and we just we just don't have we don't have um, we don't have the luxury of saying fuck it this year. We have to yeah. take all of this anger, take all of this frustration and we have to take our feet to the polls and we have to get this man out of office. Otherwise, we can we can look forward to the, to the end of America. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that's the way it's looking because every day is something else. Like this past week with the players protesting and everything from the Blake shooting, it's like I, it's like right when we ha we get a little hope. And then on Friday, you're hearing about Chadwick passing and so just symbolically what he meant to the African-American community here in America. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always, we love to say as black people, you know, we were kings, we were kings, you know, that's, that's our thing. We talked about how we were kings in Africa and, 
and 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 such and to actually lose our king yes. you know what i'm saying like we you know it might have just been on screen but you know i watched uh captain america civil war today mm-hmm. and i'm like you know he he was our king he depicted uh, uh our royalty well yes. he depicted our um race well he he gave us the first billion dollar marvel film yes yeah. um and so I am, I can, one thing I can say is I am so proud of Chadwick. I am so grateful for Chadwick because even through what had to be crushing pain, yeah. what had to be um, emotional turmoil, he pushed through to preserve a legacy for Black Americans. Now it all makes sense why he took so many peace, peace so many roles. Yeah, depicting yeah. our leadership now it yeah. all makes sense yeah. kids are going to be watching movies starring chadwick in school yeah. for, for decades to come yeah and then we can't just say it you know black panther because he did such a remarkable job with james brown uh with jackie robinson the thoroughgood marshall as you said he always chose roles that uplifted us as a race uh you can't say enough about this man uh because of the things he's done in such a short amount of time i mean we're talking 43 years old yeah, and I mean, you know, and we, you know, we don't, we never know how long we have on this earth, you know, and the best oh. thing that we can do is to try to, you know, try to leave our mark. That's what I do as a journalist. You know, I write every day, you know, and it, it, I had a, um, a staff retreat at my company and it's a black owned business. Our, my, our business is owned by Byron Allen, who is a black man who is a billionaire. Yes. And um, there was a staff retreat, and there was a moment during the retreat that they told us that the, you know, the the stories that we write, the stories that, and I get assigned these stories. I, I'm a news writer, so I get up in the morning. I I, I get told what to write. I don't necessarily go out <laughs> and look for stories yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, but the stories that I get assigned, there is activism in that. There is um, there is revolutionary act when it comes to black media and black press. And so that needs to be um, a pre and black art, you know, actors and and films that are being made, you know, there is a revolutionary act in that. And so we owe that our utmost respect, you know, our artists and our um, cultural contributors are giving their whole heart, particularly during this very difficult time. Yes. Yes, extreme difficult. Yes, that's true. I know as with 2020, uh, with both of us losing a lot this year um, and, and you know, of uh, you being in uh, last month's Rolling Stone uh, mm-hmm. from losing two generations of your family mm-hmm. in one year. Um, and how can you just speak on how hard that has been for you? Yeah, I lost my mother, um, her older sister, and their mother, my grandmother, all passed away from coronavirus. Um, They died within a month of each other. It was actually about three weeks where they all, you know, passed away, three of the matriarchs of my family. It has been devastating. You know, it's almost, it feels, every day feels like I'm in a bad dream. Yeah. And I'm going through the process now of having to clean out the house and, 
you know, I'm sitting here in my home and I'm surrounded by my mother's things. And, you know, at some point I'm going to have to go through her stuff and whether it just be shredding old papers or donating clothes, it's, it, you know, it's a very difficult process to lose someone so close to you yeah. and, um, and to lose them to this virus. And, and in my opinion, I, you know, it was a needless loss. I do hold this administration accountable for the deaths of my family members. Yes. And people ask me why I do so many interviews, why I've, inter- I've interviewed from the BBC to TV shows in Norway, Germany, um, wow. you know, Rolling Stone, um, Newsweek, CBS. I've, I've interviewed CNN. I've, I've been a part of a lot of media because I want it to be understood when, when they say 180,000 people that number is easy to forget. It sounds yes. like, okay, you know, it just sounds yeah. like a number. Yeah. But it's not just a number. These are people. Yeah. This is 180,000 families, 180,000 dreams, 180,000 hopes and loves and lives yeah. that were lost. Yeah. These people have names. And so, yes. you know, and people with names and people with, with people, who, people who love them. And so it's important for me to ensure that my mother is not forgotten um i am uh, participating and tomorrow they're doing the official memorial for the city of detroit for people who passed away from the COVID okay. virus okay. they have a beautiful uh, memorial set up if i've been getting people texting me pictures of it all day you know but um you know it's important for me to take a part in that and to be a part of that because she was, you know, she was a Detroiter. She loved Detroit. She worked in Detroit Public Schools. She loved, yeah. um, she loved her city. She loved where she lived. She loved. She was a part of this community, and she deserves to he- have her name be spoken. And you know, I'm never going to. I'm not. I'm never going to be quiet. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not a person who's just going to let something and let unfair yeah. happen to me and then just let it ride. That that yeah. ain't that ain't that ain't how I roll at all. But you definitely have to keep her you know, memory alive. And it's very important that you do that because uh, a lot of people, as I walk around and go places, you know, people still aren't wearing masks. Some people are still not taking this seriously. And uh, and unfortunately, you know, it may take something that happened to you to happen to them to take this seriously. Um, so. And, you know, and I, and, I, and I don't want that. People change, their whole demeanor changes when you tell them this is not a hope. Because I can show you a death certificate, yes, and at yeah. the bottom of my mother's at the bottom of my mother's death certificate, it says COVID nineteen pneumonia. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So it has to be taken seriously. Um, while, yeah. while we have you here, I would like to get your uh, view on the Kyle Rittenhauser uh, situation. You know, mm-hmm. two, uh, three uh, uh, protesters were shot by this seventeen-year-old kid. Uh, they want to mm-hmm. call him a kid, which I don't understand because he's a 17-year-old man. Anytime a black person uh, mm-hmm. commits a violent crime, we're automatically grown men at 15. Yeah. So they have him right now in a juvenile detention center, uh, which wow. doesn't make any sense, especially after you watch, witness the police hand him water and thank him for his uh, service. Uh, yeah. Also, his mother and uh, father, uh, from what I understand, have white supremacist ties. And I've seen... Uh, uh, they some things floating around on the internet that he was actually at a Trump rally in the front uh, row. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, can you just uh, touch on that a little bit? Oh, sure. I, you, 
know, it was so strange. I, um, you know, particularly during 2020, I take note of the first thing that pops in my mind in the morning mm -hmm. because I think about whatever my brain was processing, you know, while I was asleep. And my very first thought this morning, almost before I could open my eyes, was arrest Wendy Rittenhauser. And that's his mother. Yeah. And that was the first thought that I had. She should be arrested. She should be charged with endangerment of a minor. She was the one who gave him a yeah. gun, which he was him. not even he was not even legally able to carry. He's only seventeen. He was not you can't open carry um, under the age of eighteen. Yes. So he was not supposed to be open carrying. He crossed federal line, so it should be a federal crime, not just a state crime. He right. should be facing federal charges. Yes. And I woke up this morning thinking his mother should face should face charges. Definitely. And she so should. no, he is he is most clearly a do, a domestic terrorist. Yeah. He is a seventeen year old boy. And okay. It, and it amazes this, me. Me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't even believe in playing devil's advocate. I'm just gonna <laughs> just look at both sides. Yeah. If he's a boy. Then why would you give a boy a semi-automatic rifle and send him basically into a quote-unquote war zone? Right. right. Okay. When he has clearly, he doesn't even have the mental capacity to make the decisions to carry that rifle. He was not prepared if somebody confronted him with that rifle. So why would you send a boy into that circumstance? To do exactly okay. What he so did. then, so then, then he's not a boy. He's a man. Yeah. So then yeah. you sent this man into this circumstance. Either way, if he's a boy, then his mother should be charged. If yeah. he's a man, then he should be charged as an adult. There's no way to get out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You, you got his ass out on the street that late at night with a gun. And what amazes and, me. And they were saying, well, they shouldn't, you know, the protesters shouldn't been out, have passed protests. And that's the sheriff. Purpose. And that's the sheriff's he, excuse, right? He, he but Rittenhauser was also out past curfew. Right. <laughs> he should have took his ass wherever he was supposed to be when right. curfew hit at 8 o'clock. Then he should have went right on home. I, I, I'd also like to add that, you know, what I, I keep taking away from this is that I'm looking at how the media are still playing the same games that they always play. All of a sudden, he's a sympathizer uh, for the police. Uh, you know, he, he was a good kid. You know, it, it's always the same thing when they want one of theirs. He's not, he's, he's not, he's not a good kid. He's, no. he's been, he has a long rap sheet. He's been arrested. He's been arrested at least three times. He has it. He has several charges on his rap sheet. He's a high school dropout. Yeah. See, they don't share. He's been arrested. He's been arrested for drug charges. He's been arrested for domestic violence. He's not a good kid. But he's a it, fucking criminal. Isn't it amazing yeah. that you have to dig for that information? Well, when we look at Jacob Blake, uh, all that information was right out there as quick as we could, as, as quickly as they got him to the hospital. They already had that bad information out there saying, oh, he was a child molester. Uh, he, he had a warrant for uh, child endangerment yeah. or something to that effect. And it was like, wow, this man just got seven shot seven times, and the first thing you guys come up, you go and grab his, his, his old record and pull it out to try to use it against him. When we look at Kyle uh, no, Rittenhauser, you guys are already setting the stage to try to get him off of this when he had an illegal RE, uh, no, AR-15 and, and, and shot, two, you know, shot two, three people. Yeah, yeah no, he's not, um, you know, he's not going to quote-unquote get off. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't, 
100% trust the justice system, and I don't think any African-American person should. Nope. Um, but I don't think that he's going to, quote-unquote, get off. I do believe that he will at least do 10 years um, in prison. And, you know, his, his mother and his father will have to suffer through their little baby um, doing 10 years in prison. There's also, you know, it's also, if, if, if it's all lives matter, He's got two white people. That's yeah. where I was going to go with next. I would expect him to get more than 10 years just because of the people that he shot being white than if he had shot a couple of black protesters. So I'm wondering, and I'm actually trying to keep a close eye, I want to see the the white population, how they're going to handle, because the first thing that comes out of their mouth all the time is black on black crime. Here we are. You got white on white crime televised. What do you guys have to say about that? You know, where, where's, where's that? Yeah, going? he was, um, he definitely, you know, he was, he was masquerading, you know, it was almost like a Halloween costume, you know, he's <laughs> out there, he's out there pretending to be a medic. Yeah. Um, he's out there pretending to be all of these things that he, he you have no qualifications and no certifications to do those things. Right. That's like me going out there, you know what I'm saying? I could put a fanny pack on right now and walk up and down the street and say, medic. Medic, you know what I'm saying? Right. That doesn't that doesn't make me a medic. With some band aids, <laughs> you know, I could I, or I could okay. Let, let me let me make it even more clear. I went to cosmetology school for two 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 semesters. I didn't finish. Okay, that's similar enough to take the written house. Yeah, I could walk up and down the street and say, "Hair braider, hair braider." say you do the bomb box braids. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you, you, you know it. You do you know that it takes more hours to become a cosmetologist than it does to become a police officer? Isn't that amazing? Wow, that's amazing. Um, well, what I'm has sorry. to what has to happen? Police. I believe that policing should be something that is um, at least an associate's degree required. You should not be able to turn 18. 19 years old and enter that position you should at least have an associate's degree in criminal justice and some form of community experience yeah that's you shouldn't be able to just walk in off out of high school and get that job yes definitely especially if you're going to a community that's a diverse community or community is set no different than yours there should be some type of a uh, contact that you have to go through training so you'll understand you know i the, think i think you people need to you're be, policing a little better i think you need to be part of I, that community yeah oh you should and, and they got rid of that they got rid of um res, resident um for most most cities actually got rid of that they got rid of it in detroit yeah wow. i do believe i believe that some form of police reform should include changing the qualifications for the position i mean shit i can't get a job you can't get a job as a teacher without a master's degree yeah <laughs> uh be but you while, know what I'm saying? while we got you here i know you're a a, a big uh supporter of kamala harris i was just wondering Absolutely. did you uh that's my happen- sorority sister that's my sorority <laughs> that's my that's my soror. yeah sure, <laughs> shout it out uh <laughs> uh, I was just wondering, did you get a chance to see any of the uh, RNC convention uh, with Donald Trump? And Hell all no, that? I ain't watching them fucking people. You watch none of it. <laughs> no, oh, I didn't okay. watch. No, I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. What I did was I would check in every once in a while on Twitter 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would check in every once in a while on a friend of mine was watching it on Facebook. And so he would, he would just start a thread and then it would be like hundreds of comments of like people. So every once in a while I would go through and look at comments or whatever, but I can't stand the sound of Donald Trump's voice. I really can't. So <laughs> I didn't watch it for that. And then plus I just knew it was going to be a full clown show. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it is. I was it probably, was. I'm pretty sure I was at home watching Chopped or Beat Bobby Play or Family Guy or some shit like that. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, I don't give them, I don't, I don't give them, I can't let them into my spirit and my soul like that. Nah, you know, um, I already know what they're about. So yeah. it, it, so it wouldn't, it would have only just been a disservice to me to sit and listen to them lie. There was a lot of that going on. I tell you that. There's a lot of that. They're showing showing you what they are doing. They're what they're doing with the post office. Now they're not doing um, security briefings anymore. They are literally sitting here and trying to steal it in front of your fucking face. Yeah, right in front. So you need to tell me that you're not. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a black woman from Detroit. You're not gonna try to pull one over on me. Yeah. Because yeah. as soon as you, as soon as I be like, oh, okay, you're trying to run game. Yeah. I'm gonna run the opposite game. <laughs> and the opposite game in this situation is voting for Biden. I don't have time for your, you know, we need more than a two party system. Yeah, that's we, need we can't do shit about, about that. Right now. Like all of that is perfectly true. But that shit, make, that shit is not going to do any justice in the next 60 days. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't change the world in two months. If y'all, if Ice Cube wanted a black agenda, he should have did that shit four years ago. Don't come <laughs> yeah. to me 60 days. Right. Outside yeah. of and then you got a, 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 line of, a line of uh, hand-selected coons to try to convince and, and, me. And that- I mean, Ice Cube, and Ice Cube is one of our leaders. Yeah. But he's a rich man. Yes. Okay. He's a very wealthy man. There is nothing adverse that is going to happen to him in this administration unless they start coming and locking rich niggas up too. You know what I'm saying? But right. there is there is almost nothing adverse that's going to happen to him. You speaking from a place of privilege. Yeah. So that's like you telling me, oh, I don't have nothing to eat in my house. Nothing to eat in my house but spam. And you tell me uh, don't eat pork. You're you're this is stupid. You should choose for more than more than pork. You shouldn't settle for this, this, and this. Bitch, I don't have nothing else. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. So I'm, I don't. Don't man. Y'all. Y'all got the right one today. Don't get me started, y'all. Beba. Uh. Really quick. I just wanted to. I had to shoot this question out there. I know that the federal. Uh. They are the feds out there in Detroit right now. How's that going? Uh. With with the federal police are there to whatever they're doing but yeah I operation operation legend um is taking place in several um urban centers um it's not as bad here as it is in portland and i do have to say shout out to portland you yes. know what i'm saying like it's it's a fucking handful of black people that live in portland yeah. and people are out there fighting and dying yeah okay yeah, and yeah. these are white people that are out there fighting and dying um for a mission so shout out to them. Yeah, um, we had we did we did have one bad night um, with about forty two people got arrested. You know there were some you know people there was a little bit of excessive force and um, so we did have one bad night and 
you know, I think that honestly, I think that Operation Legend and a lot of these missions were all set up in order to incite um, inner city violence. So then that they, the Trump administration could say, well, this is what it's going to be like all the time when, when Biden is in power. But mm. Biden is in power. Isn't in power. <laughs> you are. You know you what I'm are. saying? Like that's, <laughs> this is happening on your like, watch. That's like me saying, you know, that's like me being, and I'm a, I'm a storyteller and I'm really good at giving a, you know, a metaphor. You know, that's like me and I'm in a relationship with you and I'm like, you know, you know, I know you eat good every night, you know, it's, it's, you know, or no, no, no. I'm in a relationship with you and I ain't feeding you shit every night. Yeah. You know, I tell you come home from work. I ain't got shit cooked. I ain't doing nothing. And you, and then me being like, it's still going to be like this when you with the next shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm starving now. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I think we all are, sister. I think we all are. Uh, for real. No, nah, I feel you, Bieber. Well, Bieber, it was good having you on the show. Um, thank you for your time. Um, yes. Thank y'all. Y'all, y'all done got my pressure up now. I'm I know you got. <laughs> I, I apologize. Getting you worked up. They got you worked I know. up. I, y'all done got me all excited. I'm about to sit out. Well, I do want to say, um, I'm yeah. very. I do want to say um, that ABC, and it, it and it might even be from some social media pressure, but ABC is going to be airing um, Black Panther tonight. Um, oh, dope. With no commercial interruption. Oh. And then right after that, they are airing a tribute to Chadwick, and they call, they're they calling it a tribute fit for a king. Oh. And so I just want to oh. say, I just really, you know, it, 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 it wasn't until I saw the tweet from Marvel that I really just started crying. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so I just I just hope that we hold in our hearts our, our Black king. Um, this weekend, I, I also watched Malcolm X. So I just bought it on Amazon Prime for $6.99. You know, and I'm just, spend some time in your blackness. Spend yes. some time thinking about, you know, think of, look at how these people are treating us. Look at how they're talking to us. Look at how, everything that they're doing to try to keep us from voting. Yes. Let that be your motivation. Don't give in. Don't give in. Don't slow down. Don't let the pressure up. hold them hold their feet to the fire we have a better chance of getting and people say well there it, it's a choice between two evils we have the better chance of getting the things that we want for with someone in office who actually wants to listen to us and who believes that that the crises in our community is actual actually real yeah yes indeed well again we want to thank you do you have anything you want to shout out People. I just want to say vote Biden Harris 2020. Vote vote November 3rd for vote. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And Bieber, where can they find you at? On Twitter and Instagram at Bieber the Diva. That's B-I-B-A-T-H-E-D-I-B-A. All right, Bieber. All right. Thank you for All your right. time. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. All right. I appreciate you. Yeah, so that was our guest, Biba Adams. Uh, yes, yes. And that, she, was, a, that was great, that man. Was, that was a that great was interview. Very, yeah, she was very uh, informative. Before we get off, man, I just want to touch on one more thing. I want to talk about the NBA protests, uh, how proud I am of the Bucks uh, starting that protest, you know, yeah. since uh, the, the shooting happened in their hometown. Um, it, it, was, it was so wild because a lot of people were saying how they were caught off guard. A lot of the, uh, of people on the other teams, but and they wanted them to say something. But I mean, you cannot let everybody know 
what you're about to do because yeah. they're gonna probably try to talk you off you know talk talk you off of the ledge so yeah. i think no they did the right thing and i'm i'm, I'm glad they started the, the the snowball effect because baseball followed yes. uh with the brewers and the mariners yeah. coming out of the and, dugout and, and even the nhl did it and yeah. and uh and uh that was great with the wnba players also uh, everybody uh, it was great. Let's not forget Naomi Osaka. Yes. Uh, she left the uh, tennis tournament tennis, yes. with two games left to win another tournament, you know, and uh, she, she walked off and said she couldn't stomach it anymore. Uh, the NBA is using arenas uh, as polling stations. That's one of the things they're going to uh, help out when they can't. And uh, last but not least, yeah. I want to give a shout out to the WNBA players who also protested. Uh, they came out with shirts with seven uh, bullet holes in the back. Yeah. And uh, to be symbolic of of the of the uh, Jacob Blake shooting, uh, police shooting, and uh, you know, I, I, as a people, we're tired. If you don't know, you're going to find out. It's time for a change. You're either going to come to this negotiation table and talk to us as human beings, or uh, if we don't get this guy out four more years of this, it's this country. I don't know if we can take it. Man. Yeah, that's the truth. That's yeah. the truth. That's uh, all I have. I want to thank everybody who's been listening all of the first time listeners and everyone who has been supporting the jazz and King podcast. Uh, yes, thank you for your support. We would like for you to follow us, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook at J A E S S and King podcast. That's J A E S S and King podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, and we hope y'all have a great rest of y'all week. See you next week, baby. Peace. JS.